Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 185 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. Reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. I'll tell you what, this question today is no joke. I don't want to play this up or dramatize it, but our asker today is in a real pickle uh, that I am sure all of us will be relieved to not be in ourselves. It's a roller coaster, and my heart goes out to her as she tries to make some very complicated decisions within her marriage. We're going to take our best shot at helping her wade through this, but first, let us hear her question. It's long, but necessary, so listen close. Eight years ago, when I was pregnant with my son, my husband was bit by a tick and got sick with Rocky Mountain spotted fever. When he first got sick, he was horribly ill and lost his job because he was unable to work. For months, he suffered from fibromyalgia extreme anxiety, depression, and insomnia, while the doctors tried to determine what was wrong. Jump to now. He is still not working, and sleeps at odd hours, claiming that his insomnia is out of control. His body pain is no longer a debilitating problem, but sleep is. Did you notice that I said claiming? I say this because he hasn't seen a doctor in these last eight years. He stopped taking fibromyalgia meds because they started to affect his heart and blood pressure and cut out all doctors at that point. I know it's not okay for me to doubt his disability, but I can't help it after years of me taking on such a burden of responsibility and no medical efforts on his part. The responsibility load I have experienced for the last three years has felt like that of a single mom. I'm now even in charge of teaching our son from home while he's out of school. After all of these years, I feel that I have pushed through responsibilities because these things needed to be done. It has resulted in a growing animosity in my marriage. I know I have not communicated my needs clearly, and often felt like, and have been told by my husband, that this topic is too sensitive to discuss. He feels inadequate as a partner and father and has expressed this. I also have not been consistent with pushing him to get better because of this, and because it's another job to manage that, on top of everything else. I have allowed it to get this way, and feel stuck because the change I want feels like too much to ask from him. I know that life would be so much simpler if I were single, but how is it okay to leave a chronically ill partner, someone that loves me dearly and is the father of my child? So many thoughts. Wow. As I said, an extremely powerful question that is 
Just such an honor to be trusted with. Thank you immensely to the woman who sent this in for doing so. I am sure that most every listener is equally conflicted about how to handle such a thing, as it certainly comes with its layers. So let's jump in. First things first, where are you getting your definition of okay from? You say it's not okay to doubt his disability, and you ask how it's okay to leave a chronically ill partner. In phrasing things the way you are, you're boxing up different facets of this situation far too much and disregarding the very real layers I mentioned a moment ago. Nuance is always present, even in extreme circumstances like yours and your husband's. Until you give yourself permission to acknowledge those nuances and cut yourself some slack, this will never get easier for either of you. Look, your husband is not defined by his illness, and neither are your frustrations towards him defined by his illness. Surely it's understandable how this illness has had a major effect on his ability to be as good a partner as you both might like him to be, and we can all sympathize with that. Yet, it can be and is also true that he has to work through his struggle to make his life and relationship work, the same way that you've worked through your end of the struggle to keep this marriage afloat. Yes, he has a chronic illness, and many of us feel as though it's taboo to put such a thing into question or measure it against other unfortunate circumstances, but don't you dare sell short the fact that this has also affected you. Not only do you have a pile of responsibilities now, but you have the guilt of, God forbid, considering your own needs. Considering one's own needs should never come with a sense of guilt or entrapment or shame. You've both come out of this with bitterness and resentment, but the difference, unless you're not giving me the full picture in your question, is that you seem to have fought more during this time than he has. Again, the narrative surrounding chronic illnesses is extreme, and the thought of having one can be enough to drain anyone's energy and belief in themselves. But that still isn't the same as not being capable of doing anything at all about it. A picture-perfect example of this is the woman suffering from chronic fatigue syndrome whose question was answered just three weeks ago in our episode on New Year's Day. In case anyone needs a reminder, she, who has also been sick for eight years exactly and whose symptoms happen to be extremely similar to your husband's current symptoms, has been seeing doctors and therapists. She's been finding ways to exercise. In a separate email between us, she told me that she was very close to returning to work once a week in a clinic where she would help provide emotional support to others with her condition. And she's still looking for even more ways to make the most of what she's given, not the least of which was reaching out to me for a second opinion. These are the types of things your husband is still able to do and is not doing. And thus, they are the nuances that make your feelings more than understandable. Surely his... Uh, to put it generally, lack of self-esteem is holding him back. But he can talk with a therapist about this, and other troublesome feelings that clearly stem from his illness. He can be going to medical doctors too. I'm, I'm not going to really touch that one much further because it's preposterous to me that he's been avoiding doctors for years. Uh, he can be looking for opportunities to work from home with flexible hours. He can work to help with the education of your son. So with all due respect to his illness... As long as you're describing this whole thing to me accurately, he is demonstrating an extreme lack of effort. And as for you, 
You know, I love how you've proceeded with this question. I love that you're laying out all the ways in which you have tried in addition to the ways that you've come up short. Yet another example of how so much effort and martyrdom can still be destructive if communication, uh, the magic elixir, isn't, isn't done effectively. That means that you've still left something on the table too, though, which I know may be impossible to grasp, but hear me out. Single life is not going to be as simple as it could be or wouldn't be if you left now. If you want to ensure yourself some peace of mind, whether you end up single or stay together, you first have to go back and redefine okay, as I said, and more importantly, you need to make good on the ways in which you've come up short. No one is discrediting the enormous effort you've put in. But until you communicate better, you know, you and I both know, you haven't given every drop of juice you have. It's time to communicate. It is time to give a final, legitimate push that will either save this marriage or help you leave it with as clear a head as possible. Now, I hesitate to sound too harsh here because I know you have tried so hard, but you saying that this topic of his illness and how it's affected your marriage is too sensitive to discuss is one of the most outrageous things I've heard on this show. My blood was boiling when I read that, and I usually stay at a cool 51 to 53 beats per minute. I'm not sure any topic is too sensitive to discuss in a truly functional marriage, let alone one that clearly plays a massive role in both your lives. Tell him your needs. Tell him why it's difficult for you to maintain all these responsibilities, but that you've tried. Tell him you're sorry for not pushing him earlier, but that you're doing it now and this is what effort looks like. Tell him you're worried about him, worried about you two as a couple, and that you know he has more to give. Ask him to describe his feelings of inadequacy and help him to recognize how it's shortchanging his ability to capitalize on the ways in which he can still meaningfully contribute. You're not asking for too much. No, you can't expect this to be healed by snapping your fingers or just through one conversation immediately. But this type of conversation is what you need to start repairing this thing block by block. And it's what you need to know you put your best foot forward, regardless of how this thing shakes out. Look, you have fought this long. And as my good friend Eddie says when he is forced to go big or go home, the people didn't pay to watch you lay up. So dig deep and just pull out one more act of heroism for me. You know what's important, guys? Mindfulness. It's something I try to encourage and exemplify in every episode. And now there is a whole new mindfulness product that we're partnered with called NuCalm. NuCalm is easy to use and to work into your routine to achieve better sleep, reduction in stress, and boost in recovery. Its cutting-edge neuroscience shifts your brain waves to extremely calming levels that can be hard to attain through meditation even if meditation is something that comes easily to you. But for most, meditation can be hard, and I have found that NuCalm provides similar effects for a longer period of time and without frustration. In just a short time, my waking life has become a lot more driven because my rest is clearly better, even though I'm not really sleeping any more than I used to. So do what I did, own the day with NuCalm, and make 2021 the year that you become more mindful. We have a special link set up specifically for our listeners, Go to olanewcom.com and get 50% off your 30-day subscription of Newcom and their money-back guarantee. That's olanewcalm.com. O-L-A-N-U-C-A-L-M 
com. Guys, uh, I don't know what the main takeaway was here. <laughs> this question seems to have me more riled up than usual. Uh, all I'll say once more is that each situation has an incalculable amount of variables contributing to its individuality, and that should always, always, always be respected. The less we acknowledge these nuances and the inevitable lack of certainty that comes with them, the more susceptible we are to oversimplifying things just for the sake of having answers, and doing so usually just bites us in the butt. Being open to your lack of answers tends to make the right answers appear more clearly. It doesn't sound like it makes sense, but it is what I find to be true in my personal and professional experience. So just go with it. We are done for now, though, folks. I really I thank you for being here, and thank you again to the asker. We all wish you the best of luck. We do. And please know that you can always come back here for more support. The door is always open, as it is for all of you. I love you guys. Take care and have a good weekend.